Welcome to HeartSpeak Podcast, episode 184, Aligning to Divine Truth. Welcome to the HeartSpeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. I hope you're doing well, and we are at last approaching that April the 12th date that I've talked about so many times as Jupiter and Neptune come together in Pisces. How are your dreams? I, my dreams are so active, and I wake up and I feel that I could almost replicate the feelings, the senses, the smells, the music, whatever was going on, because it's so active. Have you noticed the same thing? It's also a time of great sensitivity, which can leave you feeling joyful or depressed and anxious. Because if our emotional boundaries are not too good, we can pick up everything that's going on in the world. And there's a lot going on in the world. So with Neptune and Jupiter coming together, there are no veils. There's no boundaries that have been there in the past to keep us from feeling everybody else's energy. So this is a really good time to root your energy and perhaps use some of the crystals that I'm going to talk about at the end of this session to actually clear your energy and to stay centered. But before we go there, let's just talk about what this means. Now, Jupiter has this energy that I've spoken about before, which is about truth. But the truth of Jupiter can be very personal and it can be selective in terms of coming from the solar plexus. My truth is defined by how I feel about myself in the world. So Jupiter sort of truth can be about right and wrong. And especially when it's in Pisces. Pisces should be about the coming together, unification of polar, polar opposites. But unfortunately, it often is about more polarization on the lower levels. And so here we have Jupiter in Pisces really expressing a lot of polarization, which is what we've seen over the last couple of years while Jupiter's been wandering in and out of Pisces. You're either on this side or that side. And if you're on that side, then you're called this. And if you're on this side, you're called that. <laughs> I won't go into the names. But as it comes together with Neptune, we go from a more judgmental energy at the solar plexus to a more discerning energy at the third eye. So Neptune is more about a collective truth, a divine truth, an alignment to a truth. And it really isn't so bothered about a polarization. It's more about how do we create music with the rest of the cosmos? How does our music resonate with the cosmic energy? Or if you want to bring it a little closer to life, how does our energy resonate with the soul of those people around us? So it's less about personalities. It's less about egos. It's less about how are you going to make me feel if you do this? It's more about how do I support, nourish, and resonate with, in a compassionate way, with all that you are. 
That's Neptune. And it isn't necessarily going along with someone. It's more about how do we balance ourselves out? How do we harmonize like the most wonderful orchestra? That's where Neptune's taking us. And so for our ability to hear our own truth is the way forward. And that ability to feel our own truth, and I've shared this with you so many times, may be a body-centered experience, a, a feeling of when you know you shouldn't be doing something, or whoopee when you should, or it may be an inner knowing, just like no or yes, or you may experience images or words that come to mind in a more psychic way. So essentially at this time, it is so important to take time, lean back, listen to the soul, listen to our inner knowing. And I would say for the majority of us, trust that first feeling, not the second, third or fourth. In other words, if you feel, Ugh, don't then say, well, maybe I should be not feeling that way and talk yourself out of it. And when we feel this urge to do something, follow it. Jupiter and Neptune together in Pisces is really living the unlimited life. And so if there's something that's exciting you and it feels that it's bringing to the fore all the passions you've, you've maybe missed out on over the last few years, this is the time to do it. This is a time of going, it's possible. Because I think for the last few years, we've had a lot of impossible. <laughs> I can't, I mustn't, I ought not. Isn't that true? I've recently been booking a trip for myself and I love booking trips and I feel excited. And I realize that for the last couple of years, I haven't had that excitement because I've had to be thinking of so many other options, whether or not that country was open to me, etc. So this is a time of unlimited thought and unlimited dreaming and acting on that, not just talking about it. Now, there is a small side turning I want to take here, which is about us who may be pleasers. Anybody put their hand up to that? Because being a pleaser is not just about the fact that I want to please you. It's actually that I can read your energy and know what you want. Okay, now am I talking to you? So any of us who have been psychically sensitive from childhood or in our young years, and it may have been enhanced by difficult circumstances in your family where you never could trust quite what people said or what mood they would be in. So you had to actually enhance that solar plexus energy. But if you know that you may call yourself sensitive or empathic, then you probably also have that pleaser energy. And that means that as you walk into a room, you're picking up on energy, you're picking up on other people's energy, and especially those that you love and care for. And you're already reading what do they need for them to be happy? Or it may be, what do I need to do in order to make them happy so I can be happy? And without knowing it, you may already go into the pleaser role. Yes. In other words, you've already fixed the problem before the other person even knew they had a problem. What happens with this is, first of all, 
when we create that world for them, and that's a very Piscean experience, and we're all playing with this Piscean energy at the moment, we create a world, put them in it, think they should be happy. Hey, we've created this world for you. And then a few years pass, and they're not very happy in the world you created because it was coming from your need to make them happy. Not necessary from their soul's need. You were very much focusing on an immediate need or something that would actually calm a situation down, yes? Now, the other side effect of this is that as we use our psychic energies, our intuitive energies, to create a scenario that will maybe please other people or help other people, whatever we think we're doing, ultimately how it's going to help us, we're actually manipulating that situation. And you may not be pleased with that word that I'm using, but it is a manipulation. So when we're using that psychic energy, we can find ourselves actually getting lost in our sort of organization of other people's emotions and energies, and ultimately find ourselves losing ourselves. This was something I learned about very strongly when I developed breast cancer, is how it wasn't about the fact that I didn't love myself. I'd lost the self that needed loving. And I suggest, not that you need to have breast cancer to discover this, that many of us, especially if we're female, lose ourselves in the needs of others and their needs become more important than our needs. And then we don't know who we are because it's not just about having a need, it's an identity. So if your identity, your role in the world, if your success in the world is where I'm focused, I will lose myself. And when that identity dies, in other words, the children leave home and that was your identity, you're like, wow, who am I? And that's a time where we often see cancers come through or heart disease. It's that loss of identity. Yeah. So what I suggest isn't to say, well, gather around more people who need your help. But more importantly, at this time, who are you? Who am I? Is my sense of self-worth bound up in an identity related to other people or my job or my service? Because if it is, if that thing goes away, then we don't know who we are. We're lost. And that is one of the quickest ways of lowering their immune response. So even by following the rules, perhaps, of COVID, I did this, I did this, I did this, it's, it's following someone else's rules, someone else's belief systems. It may be you say, oh, I totally believe in this, but I have to say with Neptune there, it is dissolving all our beliefs. It's dissolving away those things that have made us feel empowered, right and wrong. These people are right, these people are wrong. I'm on this side, I'm on that side. All these sort of polarizations that occur. If that's how our world works, then we are going to feel even more confused during these times. Because as I spoke about before, the poles, the magnetic poles are dissolving, but so are the poles of who we are and who we need to be. And there's a lot of switching sides going on. Oh, I don't believe that anymore. Now I believe this. Well, it's not about one side or other. It's just, 
is this your truth? Is this coming from within you? Are you just switching sides? Are you just rebelling against the side that was the opposite? You know, rebellion is just usually doing the opposite thing than you were told to do. It doesn't mean you actually have your own personal choices. We only know when we're free and independent when we have choice. And that choice isn't about, you know, uh, occurring once in a blue moon. It's now. I'm making a choice now and now and now. And it's really asking us, where's that choice coming from? So Neptune is saying, is that choice coming from a harmonization with universal truths? And you might say, what are they? Well, they're called resonance. Does your inner life resonate with your outer life? Does, there, does it feel harmonic? Do things flow? Or do you feel you're always backing up against brick walls? Because when we're in resonance with that higher truth, doors will shut, doors will open. And we won't be disturbed when that happens. People will come into our lives, people will leave our lives. We won't be disturbed because we'll know that the fundamental truth is there, that we are loved and connected to the cosmic energy. And when that happens, whatever happens in our outer world, we will say everything is happening in harmony with the love that I feel within my heart and that is showering me at this time. Because this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is about love, compassion. But it's not love because you're a good person or a bad person. It's love because you are. You are totally connected and always have been to what I might call the Great Mother, the Creatrix energy. And when you're connected to that, whatever happens in your outer world is coming from a place of love. Whatever happens in your inner world is coming from a place of love. And that love, that resonance is felt as intuition. Okay? So when we're making choices, we will immediately know whether those choices are in alignment with our inner self or outer self. So when I'm coming back to that pleaser that might be there, I'm suggesting that if you know you're a pleaser, and maybe a bit of a psychic manipulator, I suggest drawing your energy back, being able to say, yes, I do feel and maybe even know what someone's potential is, but it doesn't mean they want to reach it. Or I do feel their energy and there's maybe their sadness, but it doesn't mean they want fixing. And for us to be able to own our own needs, yes, I can quickly feel that if I met the needs of other people, everybody would be happy. But what it would mean that I'm compromising my own needs. So if you're a pleaser, first ask yourself, what, do, what would give me pleasure? What would make me feel good? And it's not selfish. It's actually being selfful. So instead of saying yes to everything, Say, I'll think about it. I'll come back to you. And ask yourself, is this something that brings me pleasure? We've talked about this in the past. How do I feel if I imagine myself six months on in that situation? Is this something that I would feel good about? Is it in resonance? 
This is Jupiter-Neptune following that truth. Now, there's another couple of things that are happening here. We're also being faced with our beliefs. And as I've mentioned before, every belief that came up during COVID, came in the last two years we keep talking about, was not new. It's a reflection of how we feel about ourselves and how we felt about the world. And so if we constantly say, oh, yes, that person is, is exactly the leader I want to follow, that's fine. But what does that say about you or I? How often do we give our power away to someone else? How often do we say, well, they must be a good person because they're the head of the church, the politics, the whatever. They must be good. Where have we done that before? Where have we given our authority away? Where do we not want to listen and stick our fingers in our ears when anybody says anything wrong or different from what we would think I maybe I shouldn't have said wrong? Where do we need to only hear what gives us security? Because as I said, Neptune is dissolving all those security blankets, all those ways in which we've identified ourselves. And it is causing disorientation, distress, insecurity. But as I mentioned, the more we tap into our own inner knowing, we realize that we are our own authority, we can follow our own intuition, and we are still and always loved. What I'm also noticing is that what's happening in the outer world is that those who have come together in, again, a polarized form, an elite form, this is very typical of the negative side of Pisces, what happens is you create these little elite groups that say, we're special and you're not, or we're different and you're not. That's typical. And what's happening now is that those groups are falling apart because there's eventually every group that's set up in that way will fall apart and start infighting. And someone described it as a hive of bees, but I think bees are far more organized than this. This is more like a pack of dogs. And whereas a pack of dogs may have gone along with a leader, but when they see that leader is insufficient, ineffectual, or where he shows a weakness, then everybody turns on the leader. Or everybody turns on the one who they appeared to like, but now is actually a, a vulnerable part, a, a part of them that they don't want to acknowledge. And we're seeing that happening. It's sad to see that those who showed themselves to be a strong group are now infighting. But that's how it happens. And you may have been on the edge of that yourself in your own life, where you felt that everybody was a friend with you and everybody knew you, and then some circumstance happened. Maybe you had a different belief than someone else. Maybe you got divorced and then people had to take sides. But what happens is you find that where you were maybe the center of attention, you suddenly were the one that everybody was attacking. It's a nasty place to be because it really reveals what was holding us together. It was a false sense of something real, fear. We often hold ourselves together with fear. And just to finish that little piece, there's a lot of false information out there. I'm not going to call it misinformation. It's just information 
that is being shown to us as truth, but alongside the Piscean energy again, which is very much about delusion, addiction, illusion, we're seeing pictures and images and sounds that play on our emotions, but are not resonant with the truth. I'm not going to mention which ones they are, but it's very interesting to hear how people see things from a different perspective. I mean, that's true for all of us. You only have to look at a moment in your childhood, how maybe one episode in your childhood is described by your siblings in a different way than you would describe it. Or depended on where you were standing, how old you were, what you were looking, where, what was happening in your life. And what we see is what we believe. So if we believe a certain thing, we will literally take an image that is incomplete and complete it with our thought forms. That's how it works. And the sad part is that that is occurring more and more often because as information becomes less secure, we are even more desperate to complete a picture that makes us feel insecure. So even if we only see, let's say, three quarters of a circle, we've immediately said, oh, that's a circle, even though it's got a little bit missing. Well, it might not be. But the more desperate we are to feel secure as everything dissolves, the more we're willing to fill the gap with, with our truths that have come often from a place of prejudgment or prejudice. So we're being faced with what is really true in our hearts. And it's not about right and wrong. Everything is true. Everything is possible. But it depends on what resonates with us as to how we wish to move forward. It's not about right and wrong. As I say, it's about third eye. It's about discernment. Everything is there. Which choice do you make, wish to make without judgment? So I finish with my crystals. I was interested to listen to someone who was talking about crystal grids, and I love the crystal grid and may share more about this at another time. But she was talking about how the center of our earth, and I've spoken about this, is a solid core of metal. But she was saying that that may be true on the third density, but on the fifth density, and she talks about that being lighter, and I like that word rather than higher frequency, a lighter frequency. She says how that is more crystalline. And as we become more in tune with our light bodies and less with our dense body, or one could say as our dense body becomes lighter and more crystalline, then we relate more to the crystal grid of the earth rather than the solid form of the earth. And, and, and I like that idea. And so we start to want to work more with crystals, and many of you already do. And it reminds us of our Lemurian times when it wasn't about necessarily holding a crystal. It was literally resonating with the consciousness of the crystal because every crystal carries a consciousness. It's a star being in its own right. So we pick up various crystals, as I'm sure you have, various stones maybe, and you just resonate with them. And there's something about their energy at that time that really helps you. And so I wanted to come in and just talk about a couple by myself. 
So one of them that she mentions is shungite. And shungite is a very strong stone, and it's really good for clearing electromagnetic fields. So having some shungite around your computers, around your phones, and I would say switch your phones off, switch off your computers when you can, do not sleep with electromagnetic fields if you can help it. I found, I bought myself a meter and I went around my house, I couldn't believe what parts of my household were giving off electromagnetic fields that weren't even my Wi-Fi system. So it's worth getting a meter just to see, wow, I didn't know that had energy in it not turning on Bluetooth, getting away from carrying around a, an earbud all the time. All of that is not healthy for us. So shungite is really helpful for clearing that. And you do need to keep cleaning shungite because it, it gathers all this energy and then you need to wash it with salt water or put it out in the sun, as we know we can do. The other one was selenite. And selenite is much more of a gypsum, a, a beautiful white stone or white gypsum. And it is such a good energy for clearing and you can get a pad where you place uh, other crystals on and clean those crystals just allow those crystals uh, to be cleaned by the selenite or you can get a selenite wand and just take it up your body down your body to clear your energies you can do this with your chakras but i would certainly look at these two at this moment just for a time where we are needing to clear energies and sometimes even though we might do it in meditation it's not always the easiest thing to do so having something physical to clear our energies is important and there we are what am i then let me just recap first of all we are having this amazing experience which has been going on for a while where we are being attuned to the resonance of the cosmos this is a time of true compassion, true inspiration, true dreamlike state, actually acting on our dreams, the positive dreams, not the ones that you might have just at night, but things that excite you. So feel that energy and go with it. This is an unlimited time. It is also a time where our psychic sensitivity might have us going in many directions. So I ask you to bring your psychic sensitivity back into your body so you can tune into what do I need? rather than trying to please everybody else. I would also see this as a time where we stop looking for our identity and our approval in other people. And if I may say, I'd stay clear of groups that encourage elitism. You are the special ones, you are the chosen ones, because in the end of the day, it will be a dogfight. And finally, I see this as a time of coming together. This is a time of enrichment. I believe that everything is waking up and that we are the ones we've been waiting for. This is a time not for one group fighting another. It's a time of everybody stepping forward and accepting the diversity in others. So with that thought, I leave you with many blessings. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. 
You can also watch the Archive Podcast on Christine's channel, on YouTube, and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heart Speak.